Welcome to the Growing Vegetables Down Under podcast. I'm your host, Diana. I want to show you how it's possible to have your very own vegetable garden at home, even if you are working and a busy mum like I am. Join me as I show you how you can have a simple, satisfying and sustainable vegetable garden. But before we get started, please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you're listening on Apple and love what you hear, I would really, really appreciate it if you left me a five-star review and comment. So let's dive in to today's topic. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about what you can plant in August. So if you don't already know, on my website, I have a page called Plant Now. And on that page, I have a list of everything you can plant in each month of the year. Now, this particular Plant Now page is designed for a cool climate. And the reason I have done this is because on my gardening journey, I discovered that almost all the planting guides for crops out there are focused on subtropical or warm temperate climate zones. And this is setting up people living in a cool climate to fail because you're either planting crops too late and it's too cold to be planting those crops at that time of year because the soil temperatures dropped or you're planting them too early and your crops are getting ruined by the frost. So I came up with this planting guide, which is based on my personal experience of what I have been able to successfully grow in Canberra. Now, you can follow this, of course, if you live in a subtropical or a warm temperate climate zone. And the people in that area, I'm sort of thinking Southeast Brisbane would be subtropical. Newcastle, Central Coast, those people are fortunate enough to be in a warm temperate area. If you are in those areas, then that's great that you don't get frosts. And so you can follow this guide, but it means that in autumn, you'll be able to do everything for just a couple of weeks longer. And in winter and spring, it means you'll be able to get started a few weeks earlier than those of us living in the cooler areas will be able to. The second reason that my planting guide stands out from all the other ones I have seen available, and that is because it is divided by the crop rotation method. So if you are following a crop rotation method and, for example, you have just finished a root crop that is followed by a fruiting crop, this planting guide is dividing all of the vegetables you can plant in, for example, August by where they fit into the crop rotation cycle, which takes the thinking out of it for you. So I'm trying to make it easier for you and help you to follow that crop rotation cycle and keep your soil nice and healthy. Let's jump straight into what you can grow in August right now. So we will start with the roots. So these are the seeds that you can plant in August. And I would say they're beetroot, carrots, and parsley. Now, if you are planting beetroots and carrots in your soil in August, I'll probably be doing it in the second half of August, the last week of August, as spring is on its way. If you plant them at the beginning of August, which you absolutely can, your germination rate 
will be a little bit slower, I would say, and ultimately you'll probably end up in the same position if you planted them towards the end of the month. So absolutely, you can do it now, but there's no point in rushing to do it on the 1st of August. You have the whole of August to plant these crops. The last one I mentioned there was parsley. People might question why it's in the root category. And those people have probably never pulled a parsley plant out of their garden successfully. But those of you who had will remember it has the most enormous, long, parsnip-like looking root on it. And that's because parsley is actually a root crop. It just so happens that we eat the leaves and not the root. The next category are fruits. So basically the fruits that you can plant now are your bare-rooted deciduous fruits. And they will be your canes and your fruit trees. So the canes will be things like raspberries, boysenberries, blackberries, young berries, loganberries. All of those crops are deciduous canes that grow in a vine sort of a way, but they're called canes. They're not vines, they're definitely canes. And these crops do best when they are planted in winter as they are bare root or when they are simply in a deciduous state. The other ones are the fruit trees. Just casting my mind to my garden, I have a peach tree, a nectarine tree, a fig tree, pomegranate tree, nashi, apples. I have two apples. I have Pink Lady and Granny Smith. So those are just the fruit trees I can think of in my backyard. Those are all deciduous fruit trees and they're all available to plant right now. Now, when I say bare root, that's because most of them are sold as bare root fruit trees. It doesn't matter whether they're bare rooted or if they're in a pot. The point is that deciduous fruit trees or cane berries are best planted in winter while they are dormant. What you wouldn't be planting now would be your citrus trees. Those trees you would wait till spring to plant. So just keep them in their pots until then and then plant them out in a couple of weeks time. If you are interested in growing berries, I do have a new planting guide out called the Berrylicious Planting Guide. The first month of that planting guide is free and that shows you how to plant raspberries, blueberries and strawberries in a one by one meter garden bed. So have a look at that. It's available on my website and that'll give you a good guide on how to get started planting berries in your garden. The other berries you can plant now are strawberries. They are frost sensitive and they are sort of deciduous in that they die, well, they die back over winter. Uh, if you plant them now, they do come as seedlings and I would never really recommend growing strawberries from seeds because they just take far too long. So buy them as seedlings and they will get frost burnt and the leaves go a little bit red. That's absolutely fine come spring and when the frosts end, they'll be perfectly happy. So you can plant your strawberries now or you can plant them later. The benefit of planting them now is it does give them that extra time to set their roots down and get settled for spring. The next category of the crop rotation cycle is legumes. And in the legumes category, this time of year, you can plant peas and snow peas. But if you do plant your snow peas, I would recommend putting frost protection on them. It doesn't kill the snow peas, it just frost burns them and they're not as nice. So just get a bit of that frost fleece and cover your uh, tendrils with that frost protection to protect your snow peas. 
The second last category is leaves. So leaves would be, at this time of year, your perennial herbs. So you can do thyme, sage, rosemary, oregano, chives, and mint is also something you can put in the ground now. Mint does die back over winter and it is frost sensitive, but you're not, you're going to really struggle to kill a mint plant. So don't worry if you put it in now and it looks a bit sad for the next couple of weeks while the frosts are still here, definitely will recover. The other leafy crops that you can plant now would be broccoli, cauliflower, and kale from the brassica family. If you're planting these now, Please do it from seed and not seedling. I'll just reiterate, this guide is designed for seeds, not seedlings. If you plant broccoli, cauliflower and kale seedlings now, the chance of them going to seed in September is quite high and therefore it's a wasted crop. If you plant them as seeds, then they will grow now and they're not going to go to seed because they will have been too immature when the heat wave, well, I say heat wave, when that first wave of warmth in spring comes, which is what triggers a lot of plants to go to seed, that will not trigger them to go to seed because they'll be too juvenile. So start them from seed and you should avoid that issue. The other leafy crops that you can do at this time of year would be lettuces, which I will just remind you are in fact a winter crop, not a summer crop, save for a few odd ones like iceberg, which is definitely a summer crop. We've got onions and spring onions that you can also do. Remember that onions are a long crop. They're about nine months, and that's about the same time that garlic takes to grow. I personally don't grow onions I usually have one or two just as spares, but I just don't grow them because they take a long time. They're really cheap to buy. And I think that it's better value for money for me to be growing something else in that place. As you might know, I do like to border my garden beds with alliums because they're incredibly fragrant and even pests can be deterred by that. I will border my garden beds with garlic or chives or spring onions as opposed to onions and that's simply value for money i just think that for me that's a better choice you can also plant at this time of year rhubarb which is better planted during winter rhubarb depending on the variety uh, dies back over winter it grows from a crown like a strawberry does some varieties like the red stalks that we most commonly see in supermarkets in australia those ones are not uh, a variety that dies back over winter but the green stemmed the half green half red ones those ones do die back over winter and every year i look at mine i have one of those and the rest of them are all the red stemmed variety every year i look at the green stemmed one and i think right this is the year i finally killed it and sure enough, every year it comes back. So they just do die back. It's perfectly natural. And then we have silver beet and spinach, which are some great dark green leafy veg, which we know are really, really good for us. You can plant those now. If you plant them from seedlings or you have them in your garden now, do expect those crops to go to flower in spring. So if you are planting them now, I recommend that you put them into the ground as seeds so then they're not going to go to flower in six eight weeks time the last thing that you can plant now which is from the miscellaneous category are asparagus which like rhubarb and strawberries are another crown they don't fit into the crop rotation cycle 
And that's because they're a perennial plant that you wouldn't be rotating. They take a number of years to actually mature to produce asparagus. So it's one of those things you plant in the corner of your yard and water and sort of ignore for a couple of years. They come as crowns that are bare-rooted and they look really, really weird in the bags as you get them from, from a nursery. If you are hoping to get asparagus sooner than two to three years, then look around and see if you can get a potted one or maybe get on the Buy Nothing web pages and see if somebody will gift you a asparagus plant from their backyard that's a bit more mature. And then you'll be getting asparagus coming up a couple of years earlier. They do recommend about three asparagus plants per household member. So if you are keen asparagus eaters, you're going to need a decent patch of asparagus in order to get enough to actually feed your family. But if you'd like to have an asparagus plant, then they're a great one to be sticking into the ground now. Again, a crop that is better planted while it's dormant, along with those berries, than when it has ferns on it in a couple of months time. And that brings us to the end of the list of things that you can plant in August. It probably is the shortest list of the whole year because we really are at our coldest right now. But don't fear because by the end of August, it'll be starting to get that bit warmer and spring will be on its way and I can't wait. Before I sign off, I will just say that August is my birthday month and I'm having a competition on both social media platforms. So jump on Facebook and Instagram and the competition is guessing the date in the month that I am born. And if you guess it correctly, then you'll get a discount code to download any of my planting guides off the website. So I encourage you to jump onto social media and make sure you enter that competition. And I hope you all have a fantastic week. Happy gardening. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Growing Vegetables Down Under. On Facebook, we also have the Growing Vegetables Down Under community, which is a group where you can share your successes or possibly your failures and ask for help. I would love to see you in that group and I am able to provide any advice you'd like on that platform. If you have any comments or suggestions about other topics you'd like me to cover, just leave them in the comments below or send me a DM. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Happy gardening.